talk. I have not been podcasting very well lately. I've been really off. I've not been on a schedule and haven't actually posted in the last couple weeks. And the reason for that is because I recently got married, which a lot of you guys actually knew. I was kind of trying to keep the date more private, a secret, not for any specific reason. I just thought it would be fun to have it a secret. And then you go on Instagram and you see that like we got married or something. That's what Kristen Johns did with her wedding. And it was just so fun. And I thought it was cute. And so I tried to do that. But a lot of people actually found out through a registry. I got all these messages like, hey, I know what your wedding date is. And so it was kind of a fail. But all that to say, we got married on August 22nd. I have photos and a video coming. I'm still waiting for those from our videographer and our photographers. But for now, I just thought it would be a really fun episode to share 10 things that I have learned so far from being married. And with that being said, obviously, I do not actually know that much. I feel like you learn more about marriage, more about the other person over years and years, and I really have nothing to say. But there are a few things that I feel like I've learned, especially because we didn't live together before, waited till marriage, just all those things. I just felt like there were so many new things that really you do learn in the first week. And so I thought it would be a fun episode to do if you're getting married soon. If you're not getting married soon, you just want to listen to this because it's something to celebrate. I think marriage is so fun. Weddings are so fun. It's so fun just to talk about it and share. And I feel like I have like a one month window to talk about our wedding and then I have to shut up about it. And so I'm going to try to talk about it as much as I can. And if you don't care about the marriage wedding stuff, you can just mute me for a little bit. That also totally works. But yeah, I just wanted to say thank you to everyone for all the sweet messages. I got so many messages literally the day of our wedding from the people who knew that we were getting married, just saying congrats, Um, just so many comments and messages. And it really means so much to me. And I think that the wedding was so much more exciting because I felt like it was something that I could share with you guys, even though it was obviously a lot different than we expected with the times. It was not what our original wedding plan was at all. We totally switched our venue. It was just a lot different than what we expected. It was absolutely perfect. Like, I would not trade it for the world. I loved everyone that we saw there. It was just such a good time and such a fun thing to look back on. And everyone always tells you that your wedding day goes by super fast. And I always kind of knew that. And honestly, up until 3 p.m., it was really chill. But then that 3 p.m. time on, it went super fast. And I just felt like I could not take it all in. And so I'm so excited to see our photos and our video just to kind of relive it with all of you guys too. While I was kind of reflecting on the things that I wanted to talk about in this podcast episode, there's a quote that I actually saw right before we got married and I thought it was so sweet and looking back on it I think that this quote perfectly sums up getting married at 22 moving into a small apartment especially during COVID when we're both working from home and things are really tight it really reminds me of this quote but it says love grows best in little houses with fewer walls to separate where you eat and sleep so close together you can't help but communicate Oh, and if we had more room between us, think of all we'd miss. Love grows best in houses just like this. And if I could summarize, you know, living with the person that I'm spending the rest of my life with, it would be with this quote. I feel so much more immensely closer. Things feel so different, but also just the same as when we were dating. I feel like I have such a greater sense of responsibility, but also still feel like a kid with like this childlike joy and happiness 
And so I just wanted to talk about all these things because I think that they're really special. And I also just want to have this to look back on. I took some time off of social media during our first week of being married because I knew that it would be one of those weeks that I would never get back. I knew that I wanted to just cherish our wedding. And that's partly why I kind of kept it a secret. I just wanted it to be the special thing that we just got to enjoy and it definitely felt like that and I'm so glad that we kind of took that time off but since we're back to normal normal being in a routine all that jazz I thought that this would be a good episode to do so we're going to get started with the first thing that I learned after our first week of marriage and that would be that it does feel much different than just dating and so when I thought about this there's this verse my dad actually was the one who married us and he mentioned this verse in our ceremony but it's in Genesis it's Genesis 2 23 but it says this at last is bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh and I think that simple verse just kind of shows it's showing the bonding between two people and I really like it because there's this focus on the at last. We actually dated about four years before getting married. And it's something that, you know, the moment, maybe not the moment we started dating, but I knew early on that I wanted to marry Aiden. I knew he was going to be the guy that I would be with for the rest of my life. So there was always this sense of desiring marriage and wanting to be married and maybe almost to a point of idolizing it, which I think can be really detrimental if you find all your like confidence and joy and hope in being married because at the end of the day this is actually one of my later points but you can only find your sense of worth in for me as a Christian I believe my relationship with Christ and so I don't believe it's something that I can find in another person a job an activity any of these things even a marriage itself but with that being said I have always looked forward to getting married and so that sense of like at last it just felt like this wonderful moment of finally getting this thing that I knew I wanted and knew that we both took very seriously and so it just felt very special and that sense of flesh of my flesh literally becoming one it's such a beautiful thing and mirroring the way that Christ laid down his life for the church and how as the bride you resemble the church and all this stuff it's just so special and I think that verse really exemplifies that and I just feel this much deeper sense of closeness and intimacy in a physical and just a mental way in terms of we have this very strong sense of covenant between the two of us and I think it's a really beautiful thing and I think there's a sense of safety that you feel in that when it is something that you both really take seriously in Christianity and how I believe those things are very tied together. There's just a strong sense of oneness that I did not feel before. I definitely felt like I was much more individualistic, much more on my own, prioritized my own time, my own things, and we even always kind of did our own thing. We've never really lived super close together. Even in New York City, it was always a 45-minute subway ride. And so there just was never that sense of proximity that really builds oneness. And so I really definitely feel a lot more close and a lot more of that sense of oneness that you get, especially in that verse about talking about flesh of my flesh. And number two, on the same wavelength, or actually the complete opposite wavelength, it actually doesn't feel that different. And we kind of talked about this the first week. We're like, things feel different, but they actually kind of feel the same. And I think that's because we are both still really young. I mean, we're 22. 
And so we still feel like kids. I feel like we're still flirting with each other. I feel like I even remember one time we posted a video. It was the one video I've done with him before. It was like a Q&A and someone commented and I think it was supposed to be like a mean comment, but I just thought it was funny. They were like, these two are just so naive. And I think that's true. And I think that's a good thing to have that sense of being a little too naive where you step into things that may actually be scary, but make you a stronger person. But because you just have this sense of like childlike faith in doing things that may seem scary. And I think that's kind of how marriage is too. It's like this very deep, very loaded thing that comes with a lot of responsibility. But if you approach it in a way that's both serious, but also in the way that you're still dating the person, I think it makes it a lot more special. And so I just feel like in our day-to-day interactions, things still feel the same. It feels like the way that we were both just kids when we were 18, like hanging out together, flirting together, all that stuff. But also being married now, which is even more special. And just kind of like as an example of this, I know that everyone's different with their finances where some people have separate accounts, some people have joints, some people have both. We are actually, we haven't even combined our finances yet, but we're planning to. It's just something we haven't gotten to. But it's just funny because now we'll like buy food or buy something at the grocery store and we're like, oh, I'll cover this. I'll get this when it's like both our money now. And so things kind of still feel the same in that way, even though they aren't, but they just haven't like tangibly changed, but I know that they will once we actually combine everything. And thirdly, something that we both waited to do was to live together until marriage. It was something that was just important to us, um, has to do with our faith. I think even if I wasn't a Christian, it's just really special waiting to live with someone until you're married. I remember whenever I would talk about this on YouTube, I... I'm very thankful that I have a very mixed audience where I have people who share the same faith as me. I have people who ascribe to a Muslim faith, people who ascribe to Catholicism, people who are Hindu, all these different religions, and some people who are totally not religious at all. And I'm actually really thankful for that because I found that people are so respectful in the way that they hear me talk about my faith and the way that they hear me mention my values and my morals and I find that a lot of times have an audience that respects those beliefs but maybe disagrees or maybe does agree despite not being in the same religion and so I just think that's really cool and it's something that's really special to me but with all that being said I did have people who were like you are absolutely crazy for waiting until you get married to actually live with someone. And I think that a lot of people hear this. It can be kind of discouraging to hear. It can make you feel like it's doomsday if you wait when it is something you feel called to do. And I just want to be here to tell you can be hard. Obviously, if you are totally opposite of the person that you're marrying, like it's going to be kind of a shock. But I felt like I already knew his habits, even though We weren't actually living together and I'm sure there are still some little quirks that I'm going to learn the more that we're married. But for the moment, it's really not bad and it's actually really fun and it's really great and it's just fun to learn new things about the person that you're married to and to learn those things with the safety of a marriage covenant. It's something that's really special. And so I 10 out of 10 recommend it. I feel more inclined to just like do things that help him that may serve him and he does to me too versus if I was living on my own it was like all about me and so I think that it actually makes me a better person because I'm more inclined to do something for the other person rather than just acting in my own interest which is a nice thing to hold for a while while you are living alone I lived alone for like three months in college when my roommate was home and I was working in the city and it was great I really love it, but I really also love this new phase of life where it is me and another person. It's just so fun to wake up and someone else is there 
it's so fun to like work in separate places throughout the day even though we're not like literally sitting by each other all day it's just nice to know someone else is there i talk about this in a later point but i sleep so much better now that i'm not like alone in a house or alone in an apartment i've always been a really bad sleeper and i swear i've gotten the best sleep that i ever have in the past week just because there's that sense of like there's someone else there and you feel safe and you feel secure and i think that's something that i really appreciate and it's just fun living with another person even though you are learning new quirks that may sometimes be annoying but i always told myself like i don't think or i know that i'm not just going to get divorced because someone's messy and i think if that's the mindset that you have then obviously you're not ready to get married but that's just not going to be the type of thing that's going to break something and i know that a lot of people are like well, what if you get married and you realize this person like doesn't make the bed? I'm like, oh man, maybe we'll have a conversation about making the bed. <laughs> like there are habits that you can change and I think it does magnify the bad habits in yourself marriage and that's something that's also in a later point I'm going to talk about. But I think for now, it's just really fun and I really appreciate it that we waited to live together. And number four, this is something that my mom actually told me before because I was talking to her and I was like, what was it like? going from just like not being married to being married to dad and she told me it kind of felt like we were playing house and so with that being said I think something that I had expected was that like when you get married you just immediately feel like an adult like you have all your life together like you tell someone that you have a husband or a wife and you just feel really put together and that was just not true (laughs) and it didn't really happen at all I just think it's funny because we live in a really beautiful apartment and I'm really thankful that we found this place. It's 10 times better than what we could have found in New York City, but way less for the rent. It's like absolutely crazy and get all these amenities. It's insane. But with that being said, we still do not have dining chairs. We've been like eating on the couch. We actually don't even have a mattress right now. (laughs) We've been transitioning between the couch and an air mattress. I'm still waiting for it to be shipped. It's been ordered, but we haven't merged our account, so our finances still feel kind of like up in the air. I haven't physically changed my name either, which is something that I need to do. And so I kind of had this idea when you got married and you signed your certificate and sent it it was just official and everything was done but there's actually a lot of just little parts that have to come together to really mend your lives together if that makes sense and especially with the name change thing I had never really realized all the different things you have to change your name on and I know not everyone changes their name which is totally cool you do you you do what you want I personally wanted to change my name because I just wanted to have the same name as our kids and all that. I actually ordered this service from Newly Named. It's this really cool business where they they actually send you all the forms to change your name and all your subscriptions. Like, I don't think your driver's license, I think you have to do that in person, but your social security number, all these things, and they basically handle everything for you. And I believe it's $80, which really isn't bad. And so... I just ordered that. I've been waiting for that and I think it'll make the process a little bit smoother. But all that to say, when you get married, you don't magically just have everything together. There's still a lot of things that have to come together and that's kind of been what I have to work on this week. And number five is something that I knew I would appreciate, but that is the sense of physical closeness. So I personally have a love language of being physically close. I forgot what it's called. Is it touch? I think it's touch. I just like being close to people. I like being physically sitting close to them, cuddling. I just really, that is my personality type. It makes me feel very just safe. I really like it. And I want to touch on this and just say, 
for the record, I feel like there's this stigma where if you say you're waiting until marriage, you have to kind of justify your choice after you get married and you always get questions. I've already gotten DMs that are like, do you regret it? Was it worth it? Can you talk about your first time? And I'm just going to set the record straight and say that that is just not something that I'm going to talk about online. It's not something that I feel comfortable talking about. A lot of people do. So if you want to search it on YouTube, you can watch a lot of videos, but I feel very protective over our marriage and just really making sure that everything is like sacred within it. And that's just not something that I feel comfortable talking about. I will say I don't regret it at all. If it's something you're doing, I know that it can be discouraging kind of hearing things online. And I would just tell you that don't second guess yourself if it is something that you want to do. If it's something that you didn't do, that is also fine. All opinions are valid and it can just be scary when you hear a lot online about regretting waiting until marriage and all that, but I can say it's very special and very worth it. So that is all I'm going to say about that. But in terms of being physically close, I just think it's nice, like literally living together, literally being in our apartment together, just getting to like be close to someone all day. It's something that's very simple, but something that I really appreciated and didn't really expect to appreciate as much as I did, even though it is my love language. It is just really nice and it's definitely something to look forward to. And number six, even though we don't own our apartment, I feel a strong sense of ownership with having like a household now where I just want to make our house, our apartment as cozy as possible. I want to take pride in the food that we eat. I want to just really love our space and cherish it and treat it well. And I didn't really expect to feel this way. I've always had apartments growing up in college, but I had always shared them with roommates. And so it never felt like it was like my own. And now that it's me and Aiden, you know, we're a married couple, we make decisions together. It just feels like it's really our place. And all the decisions are between us. And even though there are compromises, for example, I really wanted Aiden to get a pretty dining chair for his desk because it's in our bedroom, but he literally works a normal 40-hour week job sitting at a desk all day, and so he actually got a really comfortable Lazy Boy chair. Is it ugly? Yes. Does it let him sit comfortably since he is working 40 hours a week while I get to work a little more freely? Yes. So we compromise, but all that to say, I just feel like our home is really special to us, and it's something that is built together and I actually really love doing groceries, cooking, cleaning, doing those little tasks. They actually are really therapeutic for me and they help me wind down and so I really love them. I don't feel any sense of like this is a chore because I just love doing it. I also love chilling out but for the most part that's just how my mom always was growing up. She never I don't know, felt bitter about doing chores. And so I just always saw her taking like pride in our house and really curating it to make it a really homey place. And it's still the place that I feel like we always come back to. My family's there all the time. We always hang out there. It's just because she really made it a home with my dad. And so it's something that I really want to do with Aiden and something that I really look forward to. And it's something that I really want to show on YouTube. I follow Allison Bickerstaff. She's a really cute really sweet girl on YouTube and she is also married and she does a lot of just like cozy vlogs curating her apartment and working. She actually takes really great photos too. Her Instagram is really beautiful and she's just really cute. Shows her recipes. I love her content so I definitely want to make more kind of videos like that because she really inspires me in that way. So this one is really specific but number seven is I sleep 
so much better. And I have always wondered why I had trouble sleeping. I either couldn't fall asleep, but more likely it was just because I was waking up in the night. I didn't actually have that much trouble falling asleep as of lately. But the minute that I got married, the minute there was someone else there next to me, I slept so much better and I truly think it was me being anxious at night and not just like knowing that someone was there, knowing that someone was there if I did feel anxious and needed to talk to someone, I needed to wake up at night, like just knowing someone else is physically there, it makes all the difference. And I also feel like it's always been really hard for me to unwind at night. I have trouble kind of shutting off my brain, especially with the kind of job that I have where, you know, my life is a big part of everything I do online. It's hard to kind of turn off at night and unwind. And I think that's a big, big reason why I do have trouble sleeping. But it has been like night and day because having someone else here and cooking dinner, eating together, watching a show together, and just having someone there to chill with literally makes all the difference and I'm so grateful for how much better I sleep now. I have seen doctors, I have done tests, I have tried to do all this stuff to figure out why I can't sleep and I have finally pinpointed it that it is literally me being stressful at night and having someone to ease that stress just by physically being next to me and it's something that I am just really thankful for. Number eight is a big one. I think this is something that I immediately felt literally the next day, but it is just a greater sense of accountability. And this is a really good one because I think it often is kind of seen as a bad thing, but it really does shape you into a better person. And that is just having someone else there who makes joint decisions with you. We definitely are the kind of people who want to make decisions together. We want to make sure financially we have goals that we are building together and working towards in our individual tasks and habits each day. And so, or in terms of our spiritual life, our relationship with Christ, the way that we treat other people, these are things that are really important to us. And while we have individual goals, we have joint goals. And I think with that comes just a greater sense of accountability. And I think money is the biggest way that this kind of expresses itself because you guys probably know that one of the biggest reasons why people get divorced is because of money and financial struggles, not being transparent about money. And so it was something that I kind of knew going into it. But man, just knowing that, you know, that $4 cold brew you buy at Starbucks is also a purchase that you're making with someone else. No, I'm just kidding. It's a small thing and he does not care if I get coffee. But your purchases are just kind of seen by everyone. And it really kind of puts a microscope into bad money habits that you may have. You know, me, I sometimes will buy too many things at Target. I will buy too many things at like World Market, just stupid stuff. And I think I've gotten a lot better at this and kind of kicked this habit to the curb in college, but it is something that you see with the other person money and just kind of how you're spending money and saving and all that stuff and just making sure you have a budget together, but it makes you a much better person because you are thinking of you and your husband or your wife as a team and you're working together and that can't be a bad thing because you're actually kicking out those bad habits and working to things that are better for both of you. There's also just more confidence in your decisions because you have two people making them. It's not just one person's set of eyes, one person's mind. You have someone else to critique it or challenge it or change it or agree with it or whatever. And so you just feel a greater sense of, okay, yes, this is the right decision. No, this is the wrong decision in a way that you wouldn't get by yourself. And 
I think I kind of have always taken a lot of pride in my decision making and thought I was the one who made the perfect decisions and definitely I've just always been really independent and so I naturally have made a lot of my own decisions but it's just nice to know that someone else is also there to kind of help make those with me and it's something that I appreciate because I think it makes me a better person. And number nine, I think this might be one that surprises people, but I am not entirely fulfilled by being married. This is a big one because it's one that I think a lot of people probably struggle with and maybe they don't outwardly show it because I think we live in a world that really does express the importance of being an individual, making your own decisions, being your own person. And yeah, those things are important, but they can also be idolized to a fault. That can be idolized to a fault. So can being married. And so for me as a Christian, and I know this is different if you're not a Christian, if you don't have a sense of faith or whatever, but my ultimate worth comes in my relationship with Christ and who he has made me to be and my identity in him. That alone, nothing else, no job, no marriage, no friendship, no financial status, none of that. And I think that's the most freeing part because it puts the pressure off. If you have this sense that marriage is what entirely fulfills me, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with my wife, there is so much pressure for you to be perfect and you're not. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to show your true colors really easily. And if that is your end all be all, you're going to be let down so much faster. Something that I've just learned is I realize my insecurities and my bad habits and my bad characteristics so much more clearly, literally within the first week. And I knew this would happen, but man, it really did happen. For example, we had gotten this desk and we actually didn't get the parts in the mail. And so we had to wait to get the parts in. And so they actually came in yesterday. In me, I have this like strong sense of I just want to do things on my own to say that I did it on my own, which is probably the worst thing for when you're getting married because you're not really on your own. (laughs) But I told myself that I was going to build this desk completely on my own. Like I got the toolbox, I did everything. I don't build anything. Like this is a big deal for me. Got almost done and I couldn't get this screw to get in the wood with the little Allen key that you use. It would just not work. And so I got so frustrated. Aiden was like working at his desk next to me and he kept asking if I needed help. And I said, no, I said, no, I said, no. And I finally got so mad and just like threw the wood down and he literally just came over and fixed it and it was done. And it just showed me that I am so just caught up in my own world wanting to do my own things. If I just would have asked him from the start, like it would have gone so much more smoothly. But that's just a little example. I'm sure there will be bigger examples down the road, but just to show that my weaknesses are very clear in marriage and that is why it's important to not find all your fulfillment in your relationship, your job, your wealth, whatever it may be. It can't be in materialistic things because those things fade away and all you're left with is your imperfect self which is never going to be enough. And this last thing is another thing that might be weird to put when you're getting married but It's just that alone time is sacred and I have learned, he has learned, especially with COVID, it is very hard, but you have to have a sense of alone time, of having habits, hobbies, whatever it may be that are just yours because it makes you appreciate the time that you have with your spouse when you are together. And so for me, something I really like to do is cook. Like I would never want him to be the one to cook. So that's my time to just focus on, you know, making this meal that is healthy and nourishing and take some time to put together, but there's a sense of like accomplishment. I think that's how I was with the desk looking back. I just wanted that sense of accomplishment 
of building something with my hands. And that's kind of how I feel with food and making meals. And it's something that I just always saw my mom do, really take pride in creating a meal that was just healthy and nourishing to everyone. And so it's something that I really enjoy doing. But like, that's something that I want to do on my own. I don't want him to help me. I want him to go to the gym and work out and have his alone time while I have mine because I think that it's just good for us to have that sense of separation. And we've never been the couple who does absolutely everything together. Like that's never been us. We've always appreciated alone time because then when we're together, I just feel like I appreciate it so much more. And so I'll run errands alone. He'll work out alone. I work out alone. And I just think it's really healthy and It's hard right now because we moved to Dallas and actually I don't really have a lot of friends in Dallas, but it's not exactly the best time to be meeting people. I think you can go see a couple of friends and whatnot, but we definitely want to find friends to hang out with. But it is hard when these are really weird times and you can't exactly do that, but eventually when we can, it'll also be really healthy just to hang out with friends and whatnot. So those are all the things that I have learned from my first week of marriage. I hope you guys enjoyed this podcast. I knew it was a little bit shorter than my other ones, but we will be back to regular programming on Monday. I will have new episodes every single Monday coming now that all the wedding stuff is done, that all that jazz is over. I can just focus on work and being better at my job. So I think that that'll be good for all of us. Um, If you guys want to watch my vlog I posted today, it kind of shows a little insight into the first week of being married and not necessarily the first week, but the second week, I guess, technically, but just living together and all those things. I think it's a really special vlog. So I'll have it in the show notes if you guys want to watch it. I love you guys. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you for being happy for me and all the sweet messages you guys mean so much to me and I never want to take you all for granted. So thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys in my next episode. Bye friends.